0: The number one rule in fantasy football is to avoid players who are already injured. So here are 10 injury situations you need to know for this year. Now, Odell Beckham Jr. is expected to miss anywhere from 10 to 12 weeks. And he is a free agent, but it's expected that he wants to stay in LA personally and he'll be back with the Rams. So if he was going to miss 10 to 12 weeks, he's likely to return at the end of November or likely the beginning of December. Now, despite this, Odell Beckham is still being drafted in fantasy drafts and he goes pretty early. Like he's going around Julio Jones, who is expected to sign with a team like the packers or the ravens and is healthy right now and he even goes before potential starting wide receivers like brian edwards in atlanta and zay jones who signed a decent contract in jacksonville and now fellas the biggest thing here is that those guys that we just talked about they're clearly healthy when odell is not now jk dobbins is assumed to be behind on his injury recovery it's been suggested that the injury is worse than previously reported and even coach john harbaugh just recently this summer stated for the first time so this should give you some red flags that dobbins could start training camp on the pup, list, the pup physically under able to perform would not play the first six games and it's also worth pointing out that this wasn't a normal acl tear for dobbins he also injured his lcl which makes it a longer injury recovery time and an increased chance at re-injury so who benefits if dobbins misses time well let's discuss backup running back gus edwards also tore his acl last year but unlike dobbins this was just an isolated tear just in that acl so it's going to be a quicker injury recovery time for a back who's not that old and if you don't know how good gus edwards is let me explain this to you there have only been two running backs of all Time, who have ever had 700 plus yards and averaged five yards per carry to start their careers for three years. The so first man is Nick Chubb, who a lot of people believe is maybe the best pure runner in football. And the second is Gus Edwards. Now, despite this skill in a good offense and potentially going to be the starter for week one and beyond, and maybe even six plus weeks, Gus Edwards currently goes outside the top 50 backs. That's a mistake. Now, next up, Michael Gallup right here is expected to miss at least six weeks. He had a very late ACL tear. I mean, it was in January. He didn't have the surgery until mid January for something that usually Takes like ten to twelve months to come back from. Yet your friends are still drafting Gallup in round nine, ahead of guys like Rondell Moore, Kenny Galladay, and way ahead of guys who had top ten target shares in the NFL last year, like Jacoby Myers. Now here's who's going to benefit in Dallas with Gallup out. Rookie third round pick Jalen Tolbert is expected to start, and he was dominant in college. He had a 33% target share. He earned that many targets compared to his teammates. That's top four percent of all time. And then Dalton Schultz will also benefit. Of course, guys like C.D. Lambel, but he's already a top twelve pick. There's not much value there. I believe Schultz where he goes in drafts right now is a value he already had 104 targets last year and now there's no Amari Cooper or Gallup to start the season now this next guy is very interesting because Michael Thomas is still not practicing and like I said we don't want to draft injured players but he's had over a year to recover if Thomas is able to get on the field at some point in July he's going to become an instant value however you need to start making first round pick Chris Olave more of a priority the Saints traded up to get Chris Olave. they traded up their first round pick they swapped those but then they gave a third and a fourth and when you factor in how they acquired some of these picks it really breaks down to five total draft picks in all were exchanged for chris Olave, which is historic and in that incentivizes heavy usage next up we have stud wide receiver chris goblin who's expected to miss at least six weeks and reports are saying closer and closer this might be a november or december type of an injury because similar to jk dobbins this wasn't just an acl tear it wasn't isolated he also injured his mcl during this injury a longer recovery time is needed however Godwin still goes as a top 30 wide receiver he goes right around where darnell mooney goes and this is in the fifth round and even goes ahead of guys like amari cooper I'm on Ross St. Brown, guys who are healthy and are not going to miss the first six to 10 weeks of the year. So now here's who's going to benefit in Tampa Bay. Now, of course, Mike Evans benefits, but like the C.D. Lamb comparison, he's probably going to be a top 15 pick when it's all said and done. Not much value there. Russell Gage is going to be the clear number two option with Gronk retired for Tom Brady. And you can very confidently, maybe not 100%, but close, high, right? A high percentage that Russell Gage is going to set a new touchdown career high with five or more. And now for the rest of the depth chart here at wide receiver, it's going to be interesting because Tyler Johnson has been a guy who's been there. He actually has experienced starting when Chris Godwin is out he actually sees a 62% increase in his targets the problem is he has not done a good job separating in the NFL so there's a good chance you see Mike Evans on the outside Russell Gage go into the slot and then another outside receiver is used but that's where it can get really just rotating it might be Brashad Perriman it might be Cyril Grayson who was nice at the end of last year it might be Scotty Miller it could be just a rotation so the biggest benefits here more than likely Russell Gage now next up we got to talk about the running back James Robinson because this fella right here he ended up tearing his Achilles late in the year last year, which is not good. It was at the end of December. And based on this date, experts are expecting him to only be 60% healthy by week one. Yes, Cam Akers came back in record timing, but that is an outlier to this point. And he also was the least efficient running back in the league when he came back. So he wasn't himself. These same experts don't expect him to be 100% healthy until late November, early December. So what does this mean? What is the result here? Well, it means last year's first round pick, Travis Etienne, is the clear starter. But we must note that he's also coming off of a serious injury. The Liz Frank injury is no joke, especially for running backs. There's not a good track record for this in the past. However, he sustained this injury last August. So by the time the season starts, it'll be about a 13th month recovery when normally backs start to get back to form around 11 or 12 months. Expect him to be good by week one. Now, first round wide receiver Jameson Williams is expected to miss at least four to six weeks. And like Chris Olave, Jameson Williams, the Lions, they traded up for him in the draft. But there's a good chance they don't rush him back, especially from an ACL tear that was sustained later in the year in January. There's rumors out there that say Halloween, which would mean he misses seven to eight weeks is the time that he'll return and this is who will benefit in detroit if that happens dj shark was signed this past off season and he'll now start in two wide receiver sets with williams out now shark's going to fill that speed void for the offense and if jared goff can connect with him is the question here but he'll have the opportunity and his last two times having the opportunity as a full-on starter he finished 19th and 40th overall an average finish around wide receiver 30 yet he currently goes in drafts as the wide receiver 69 and believe it or not he's dropping as the news gets worse on jameson williams injury recovery and we get more clarity there he's actually dropped from being the wide receiver 65 earlier this offseason to now the wide receiver 69 and you can take advantage of that now let's have a conversation around bobby trees mr robert woods who also has sustained an acl tear last year now he is luckier than some other guys we've talked about because this was or more fortunate at least this was not in december or january it was in the beginning of november now the downside for robert woods bobby trees is that he's 30 years old which in the context of the nfl real life you're in the prime you're rocking your rolling. but in the context of the nfl it's a little bit older there and because of this it pushes him towards more of a 10 to 12 month recovery and here's what this means it means that his best case scenario is he returns week one and he's practicing right now so that's good news but the worst case scenario is that he does miss a month or a month and a half six weeks of the season and here's who would benefit this is the depth chart you would see Traylon burks be the clear wide receiver one you would see new addition austin hooper at the tight end position have a good chance week in and week out to lead this team in targets but the name that i want to focus on is this guy right here mr kyle phillips phillips was one of the most agile wide receivers we saw at this year's combine he was a fifth round pick as well so it's not like he was an undrafted free agent he had top 10 agility of all time and he had a top 8%, 31% of the targets he earned in his offense while at college. Again, top 8% of all time. That is very good. It shows that he can get open. That's where the agility comes into play and earn targets. Now, Patriots running back James White, he ended up dislocating his hip last September, and it forced him when you include the playoff game to miss the final 15 games of the Patriots season. Now, hip injuries, they might not seem like it, but they are a very complicated injury to recover from. And like Robert Woods, it doesn't help that James White is 30 years old. So James White isn't expected to be ready week one, and the Patriots can kind of sense this. They drafted two running backs, Pierre Strong they drafted in the fourth round who has some speed can catch the ball profiles out to be like a James White replacement and then in the sixth round they went with Kevin Harris who's more of a downhill runner now White's contract was up so the Patriots re-signed him and they gave him 500,000 500 G's guaranteed which in the real world is a top one percent earner it's fantastic but the context of the NFL anything below two million dollars and guaranteed basically puts you in a category where you could be an expenditure you can be cut and you don't think twice about it now I currently have James White as my running back 70 in my tiers which is well below ADP so I'm gonna have a legitimately zero shares of him this year and you will too if you're using these well let's have some fun let's try something new if you secure the supreme cheat sheet using the link via price picks below i'll also throw in a $20 amazon gift card that i could send to that same email you use when you sign up and if you don't like the guide i'll refund your minimum deposit of $10 and you can keep the $20 amazon gift card so click the link below to learn more and acquire your $20 gift card and the cheat sheet now another rookie wide receiver to talk about this time in the second round the 44th overall pick john mechie from alabama goes to the texans and he's expected to probably miss the start of the year because he tore his acl in december now luckily for him it was the beginning of december not late december so there is actually a chance it's a slim chance but a chance he can be ready week one more likely he'll miss one or two weeks and his absence would lead to this guy right here brandon cooks who i believe is a top 20 wide receiver it would lead to him going in the slot more last year cooks played 187 snaps in the slot which was about a quarter of his snaps 23 or 24 percent. but here's the interesting part cooks was tied for 12th on how effective how efficient he was on a per snap basis out of the slot and this was ahead of guys that we know i mean chris Godwin, keenan allen aj brown we know to be elite receivers so you really want to be cautious and probably steer clear of most if not all of these guys but if you want to see five guys that your friends mistakenly are avoiding in drafts then check out this video right here and let me say it one more time for you do not draft players who are already injured